What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Guest Friday, a Not Your Average Boston Sports Podcast. I am your host, Garrett Hayden. As always, you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, and you can follow our social pages on Twitter and on Facebook for the latest updates. So we got you guys, we got Sean uh, Veneziano back on the podcast. Uh, more soccer to get to, but this time we're talking uh, revolution. The uh, preseason for the Revs kicks off this week, if you can believe it. Um, then the regular season begins at the end of February. So, uh, John, great to have you back. Yeah, good to be back. Excited to be talking some some Revs. It's been a couple months since the World Cup and, you know, yeah. ready to get going again. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, obviously, when we last spoke, we were talking World Cup. This is uh, some MLS stuff, talking about the Revs. And uh, I think it would probably be correct to label last season as a bit of a disappointment. Um, I think especially coming off the uh, supporter shield and, you know, most points in league history, uh, Revolution missed the playoffs by a cup by a few points, uh, mm-hmm. finished in 10th place in the East last year. So um, obviously we'll get into off season moves, what we're thinking for this season, but uh, last season, John just kind of seemed like a nightmare that uh, wouldn't end. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a bit disappointing. Like you said, you go from the the best record and most points in league history to missing out on the playoffs. And it was a team on paper, I think, on the roster. You look at the guys, even though, you know, we lost a few guys to European teams. Mm-hmm. You still had a good amount of the core there and you would have expected to make the playoffs with that group. Um, I just think a lot of the guys last year didn't really gel. They tried to bring in a, a couple guys midway through the season and it didn't quite work out. Um, and just, you know, it just seemed like a bit of a lost year last year. That was a bit probably tough on the fan base after the highs of the year before. Of course. For sure. So um, I'm hoping this year that, you know, they can turn it around and get back to the playoffs and, you know, start to make a name for themselves again. I would say, though, one of the bright spots of last year was uh, goaltending. You know, obviously, Matt Turner, tremendous in his time with the Revs and, you know, goes over to England and, the Revs bring in, you know, Petrovic, and he played probably better than Matt Turner did, which yeah. is so wild to think about. Um, I know you would have, if you would have said that before Turner left, or like as Turner left, you'd be like, "That's nuts." But honestly, yeah. it, it wasn't really a drop off at all. It was, like yeah. you said, if not, he he might have played better than Matt Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I fully agree with that. You know, he's a finalist for goalkeeper of the year in MLS in his first year at the age of twenty-two. So that's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, um, but I think, as, as both of us will agree, I think that it, kind of a big disappointment with kind of what happened last season, the Revolution um, obviously come into this preseason and this season with kind of some interesting changes in terms of personnel. You know, they brought in a couple of forwards. I'm kind of curious what we're going to see from some of these new guys, you know, mm-hmm. Bob Wood in particular, a former U.S. men's national team player. Um, He was among one of the changes or one of the new guys that got brought in. Dave Romney also was another name. Yeah. So um, just kind of give me your overall thoughts on some of the guys that they have brought in. Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, obviously last year – you know, they brought in a few guys that didn't quite work. Hopefully the ones that they bring in this season will make a bit more of an impact. Like you said, you got 
Bobby Wood. Very curious to see what he has left in the tank. Uh, you know, he played for Real Salt Lake before he came here, scored a couple goals, didn't do anything spectacular, but mm-hmm. he could be a good depth option. You know, at the age of 30, he is approaching the back end of his career. Sure. Um, so we all know how much Bruce likes vets. Uh, so I'm hoping that he can at least maybe produce a little bit more than Josie Altador, who is, I would say, was one of the biggest disappointments of last season um, with his inability to score goals up top and then he loaned into Mexico. So I'm hoping that he can give a little bit more production up there. Dave Romney is an interesting acquisition. I thought the Reds' defense last year was a bit underwhelming in terms of the amount of goals that they conceded. Uh, too many times they dug themselves a hole too early in games and just couldn't get out of it. Um, he brings some much needed experience to that back line. I'm curious to see, you know, for me, he seems like he'd be a starting caliber center back. Um, you know, who's the odd man out there? Is it Farrell? Is it Kessler? I'm not quite sure. You know, it's hard to argue with Farrell's experience, but it's also hard to bench somebody like Kessler who has a high upside. So that'll be an interesting decision for Bruce Arena. Um, I'm really excited with uh, Latif Blessing who they um, traded from, they traded about, I think, $500,000 in allocation money to LAFC, mm-hmm. um, which I'm not going to get into the whole allocation money thing because that is one of the silliest MLS rules out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you add a 26-year-old guy to the center of midfield from the defending MLS Cup champions. Um, the guy's a really good player. He's really smooth on the ball. And, you know, I think he can really up that midfield that at times looked a little old and slow last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he can give them some much needed pace. And, you know, last year we also transferred for Giacomo Virioni. We got him from Juventus. Um, we didn't see much of him at all, you know. So, to be honest, that's like getting a new player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm curious to see how he gels in preseason with the guys because he can be a real threat up top. You know, he scored a ton of goals in Austria. Uh, which is a slight notch below MLS, uh, but not much. And, you know, with Gustavo Bo getting older, it'd be nice to have a second reliable option behind him um, in case, you know, he's down with an injury or he's inconsistent again. Um, so, you know, I think they've definitely filled some holes, but it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out. Yeah, and, you know, they'll certainly still have some returning guys. You know, Bo, as you mentioned, you know, Tommy McNamara, who I thought had a good year last year. Mm, for sure. Um, you know, Justin Rennicks, I hope we kind of get to see him play a mm-hmm. little bit more. You know, Carlos Seal, obviously, we both, we 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 all know how good he is. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be exciting to see what he can do and kind of, you know, hopefully get more of a look at Vrioni and uh, Dylan Barrero as well. I kind of Yeah, liked, that's a good shout. I kind of liked what he did last year and... You know, we didn't really see much of him after a certain point after he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And Barrero is a high upside player. He's only he's only 21. Um, he just made his full debut with Columbia over in January in January when Columbia played the US mm-hmm. um in the January camp friendly a few days ago. So definitely a high upside player that I would look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then you know, we talked about the goaltending with Petrovic, you know, almost certainly. He'll be back starting, you know, curious, very curious to see if he lasts, lasts the full season. Yeah. Uh, this year. It's a um, big question. Yeah. You know, with the, the, especially with the Revs' tendency to actually sell over the last couple of years with Tejon and Turner and right. uh, Buxa, 
you know, Petrovic is on record as saying he doesn't want to stay longer than the summer. So we'll see if uh, he stays. I hope he does because uh, the Revs certainly could use him. But there's um, a lot of really exciting young players on the Revs this year who I really think could make a breakthrough if Arena lets them. So uh, we'll see how that goes as well. Yeah. You know, we got to see um, Noel Buck a few times. Uh, we saw Byrak Tarevich off the bench a few times as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, as you said, Bruce likes his likes his older veteran guys. So, yep. you know, it's kind of hard to know which guys are going to be able to break through. I did think it was awesome to see that uh, Duan Jones got the uh, call up for Team USA and got to play the other night. Yeah, he, he's fully deserved it for a while now, and I'm, I'm glad he finally got his opportunity. Yeah, looking forward to seeing what he can do this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously defense will be interesting to watch, you know, with Kessler and um, Andrew Farrell and just kind of seeing if there's going to be an odd man out. Um, well, the good news about that Romney signing is you're going to see less of Omar Gonzalez, which I think we all can agree is a really good thing. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think we can agree on that. Um, in terms of their formation, do you think there's going to be much of a change this year or do you think it's going to kind of be the same? You know, I think, you know, Bruce definitely tried some things out, especially towards the back end of last season. Um, you know, he was very consistent with his formations early on in the season. And I think as the results weren't starting to go his way, he gradually tended to kind of be a little bit more flexible. So, yeah, I am curious to see if that's the case. I mean, bringing in Romney, you've now got three solid center backs. I'm curious if you go back five, you go back three instead of a back four. Um, but they typically play, you know, Dewan Jones and Brandon Bay can get up the field. As we know, they're quick and they're good on the offensive part of the field as well as the defensive. So you can certainly play with wing backs in a back five. Um, I am curious. They seem to have a lot of pieces and a lot of players that can play multiple positions. So that can also uh, factor in as well. I think it essentially comes down to are the Revs getting results with the current formation that they're using. Um, Whatever arena decides to go for, you know, at the beginning of the season, if that's working and that's getting them results, he's not going to change it. Um, Bruce has been in the league long enough to know essentially what works and what doesn't. And I think, um, you know, he'll recognize that uh, as the season kicks off. But Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they play around with anything in the preseason. mm -hmm. Um, There's something I just thought of. So obviously when you go into a season, you have, you know, you're starting 11, your bench. What's like the number of players they can carry on the roster at one point? So it's varied. Looking at the roster, they have like a lot of names. They do. Um, that is that is one concern. That is one thing that I was concerned about as well. Um, you know, obviously you've got your starting eleven and you've got your bench guys. Um, typically, what happens is you carry twenty three on the active roster and then a couple of reserves in case somebody gets hurt. Um, that bench can be anywhere from eight deep to eleven deep, depending on whatever the manager decides. Okay. I mean, sorry, twelve deep and eleven deep. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those spots obviously is dedicated to a backup goalkeeper. And then you've got your 11 field players, seven, seven to 11 field players. But mm-hmm. um, like you said, with the revs, they've got a lot of guys and it's curious because you've got a lot of guys at the bottom end of the roster that are very similar in terms of ability and their ability to impact games. So I'm curious, you know, the preseason will be a great opportunity to, for those guys to showcase themselves and, you know, essentially solidify a spot. Mm-hmm. Um 
And, you know, whoever doesn't impress or doesn't get the opportunity will probably have to go down to reps too, I would think, the reserves. Um, maybe somebody gets loaned out to USL or something or overseas or something. Um, I know Joe, they were trying to find a new home for Josie, but it just never quite materialized. Um, so I know they've tried to, you know, find ways to get everybody in, but, you know, it's going to be a kind of a puzzle that Bruce is going to have to solve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's definitely a, you know, interesting that it seems like they have a lot of guys in their roster. And I think, you know, that could be seen as a positive that, okay, you have all these guys to choose from, but then it's like, could also be a negative that, okay, there might be some good players that maybe don't make the cut, I guess. Exactly. They just don't get enough chances to show what they yeah. can do. And it's tough too, because you've got a lot of good young players. Like this is the best youth core that I've ever seen the Revs have that guys have come through the system. Mm -hmm. I think we have about five really, really good prospects coming through right now. Mm -hmm. And it'll be curious, you know, MLS is becoming more of a selling league. Now guys are looking to make the jump to Europe quicker and quicker. Right. Um, you know, you've got guys like Noel Buck and Bayrak Terevich. You've already gotten uh, looks for teams in Europe already in the off season. Um, so it'll be interesting, you know, when those guys are 18, if they're not getting playing time, do they jump shit maybe? Um, so it, it, it'll be something that Bruce is going to have to figure out and it's, it's a tough job. I don't envy him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree. And, you know, kind of looking at their preseason dates, the revolution have, uh, five preseason, uh, uh, games, uh, and the first one, uh, is, Thursday uh, we're recording this on Tuesday night the revolution will play their first game on uh, on Thursday against my inter Miami and then they have four other matches against Philadelphia Nashville Cincinnati and Orlando um, what are some things you know I know that watching some of these preseason games might not be possible mm -hmm. uh, but what are some things that you're kind of looking for in terms of how guys are getting ready for the season. Well, I'm, I'm just looking for, I think the main thing is just general continuity, how well the guys mesh with each other, what guys click well with others. Um, for me, you know, there's a good amount of talent on this team, but I think we saw at times last year that necessarily good players don't always make the team gel and get the team to where they want to be. So I think really what it's down to in the preseason is building those relationships with each other and making sure that you know how each other plays, where the other guy's going to be before you touch the ball. Um, what plays can you make down the line? What are the other people's games like? Um, so you can have an idea of what your options are as a player and how you can best strengthen the, the Revs as a team first rather than as an individual. Mm -hmm. um, I think something else to watch for too is just, you know, in general, you know, who does Bruce really – roll out in those games how much time does he give to certain players um does he go with experience first does he give the young guys chances to you know get out there i mean preseason is typically a time you see a lot of the academy guys get chances um you know do those guys capitalize on that and make a name for themselves so they can get in the team uh, like you said it's a deep roster there's a lot of guys so you're gonna have to stake your claim if you want one of those back end of the roster spots mm -hmm. um and then I, I think just how competitive they are against some of these teams. Like I know it's preseason and everything, and it's really, you don't really want to take much stock in how teams do in preseason. Um, but just take a look at the guys, you know, body languages, how they, how they're getting along, you know, how they can break down other teams if they're 
having trouble at the back, you know, early warning signs that there might be something wrong or early positive signs that there could be something really good building. So it looks like all of these games, actually all the preseason games will be down in Florida. It seems like they're playing kind of a, it's kind of like similar to baseball spring training. Yeah. Um, it's like a cup and, style. Yeah. And so uh, the revolution will play uh, for like kind of, pre like really preseason matches and then they'll have a club friendly February 18th against Orlando and then they'll open the season the next week um, against Charlotte um, one of the other things that I'm kind of interested to see is how they open up the season because I felt like last season you know with all the different competitions that they had to do it kind of seemed like it messed with their continuity that, yeah, you know, I don't know. It just seemed like it was all over the place and, you know, they didn't really get off to a good start and it felt like it kind of just snowballed. Yeah. I, I know. I would agree with that. You, you, you know, you're playing champions league early on in the season and you got to prioritize those games and then you've got to go into the season and kind of get kicking a gear in those games. It can be a distraction. And that I just always remember that game against Pumas where we were up three, nothing. And then we ended up losing four, three on the road. You know, that was such a preview of the whole season because there were so many times the Reds were up and then they just kind of crumbled. And I would like to see, obviously you never want to see that. um, But I want to see if, you know, maybe the reps can, you know, work past that, put that behind them and Mm -hmm. see if they can just turn the page on that because it was tough to see, tough to see as a team. I know it was tough for the guys and it was tough as the fans to see that as well after such a good year the year before. Yeah, yeah, um, I definitely agree. And looking a little closer at their schedule, you know, they definitely have some interesting matchups. You know, they got some conference matchups in the first couple of months that will be interesting, like Nashville, DC United, um, NYCFC, Montreal. Uh, they'll play LAFC actually their third game of the season. So, you know, that will be a pretty good, you know, measuring stick type of game for them. Yeah, for sure. And it'll be interesting too how their acquisitions line up against other teams because the Revs aren't the only team who have made off-season moves. You know, every team has, a lot of teams have come in with big signings. I wouldn't really say any of the Revs players that they've signed are like quote-unquote huge signings, but they're definitely good strengthening pieces to make the team better. Um, and I'm curious how they stack up against those teams that made those big moves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what puts these teams over the top? Because MLS is so hard to predict. Uh, you never know uh, who's going to finish first and who's going to finish last on a year-to-year basis. So I think we'll really know about this Revs team come about the halfway point of the season. Um, so it's good to keep an eye on things at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, looking a little bit closer at their schedule, the first you know, a couple of months, they're at home for, uh, looks like six of their first nine games. So it'll be good for them to play at home. You know, I know that Gillette Stadium isn't necessarily, you know, home field advantage, as people would say, but, you know, hopefully that's something that can give them a little bit of a rhythm. Yeah. And hopefully it can get them kind of off to the races and get comfortable, at least with the team in a comfortable environment. So I'm hoping that they can turn you know, the Gillette Stadium into a bit of a fortress this year because last year it was a bit lacking, but the year before it was it was it was so hard to 
beat the revs at Gillette Stadium. So I'm hoping we can get back to that. Yeah. So, you know, I know that it's the very, very beginning of the season and it's kind of, you know, hard to look at predictions, but do you think this is a team that could be back in the playoffs this year? I mean, I think you look at their roster and you say you certainly have the capability to get to the playoffs for sure. I mean, top to bottom, I think it's a better team than last year. I think it's a deeper team than last year. Um, and even last year when they were struggling, they still just barely missed out on the playoffs by like two points, I think it was. Um, so, you know, if that's any indication on paper, I would say this team is probably like a five or six seed in the Eastern Conference. Mm -hmm. Um you know, there's obviously teams like Philadelphia who are going to probably be ahead of them. I would say Orlando is probably going to be ahead of them. Um, maybe Inter Miami, who have made some pretty big offseason moves. Um, Red Bulls, possibly. But I think the Revs are right up there in that five to six area. Um, they should get back in the playoffs. Um, and I think if they don't get back in the playoffs, then some serious questions need to be asked of, you know, the management and kind of the front office and where this team's actually headed because you should make the playoffs with this team. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would, I definitely agree. And I think, you know, hopefully this is a, a group that can get off to a better start and have a little bit more of a rhythm and like continuity. So it's not like, you know, they're, they're waiting for guys to come back from injury because I felt mm -hmm. like that's what was happening toward the end of last season where it was like, okay, you know, they're close to the playoffs. When are they going to make their run? When are they going to get people back? And yeah, never really happened. So exactly. And having more guys in the roster that can make an impact this year, if there are injuries, there's more, there's less holes to fill or those holes are less dramatic. So I'm really hoping that that's the case. So I do actually have kind of a rather big question for you. Okay. So if you, if, if you're Bruce arena and you were to build the like your ideal starting 11 right now what what would that look like okay well good thing i'm pre I'm prepared for this question um okay. um let me see because i was just looking at this the other day mm -hmm. and i was trying to see how all those pieces fit together and it was actually kind of a challenge um but i would say probably if you were to look at this roster and you were to keep you know his typical four at the back setup say he's not going to change the formation you know, you obviously Petrovic is the goalkeeper. Um, he's, you know, one of their best players. I say back line for me, I would say, you know, by and Jones are the fullbacks. Um, the center back pairing for me, I would put Romney and Kessler back there. Um, I know Bruce maybe isn't the highest on Kessler. You know, I think at times last year, there were periods of the season where he didn't play him that much. Um, but I really think it's, you know, Farrell's only getting older. And, you know, there were a couple of mistakes that, you know, he made last year that were pretty costly. So even though he's the captain of the team, you know, I wouldn't hesitate putting Kessler back there with Romney. I think Romney for what they signed him for is going to be a starter. Um, I think in the midfield, you got to go five guys, you know, Polster is your defensive midfielder. Um, I think, you know, you go with a maybe a, a right midfielder, left midfielder, you know, Barrero is going to be one of your wide players. I think your other wide players, you know, that one position for me is really up for grabs. It could be Rivera, who's 20 years old. He's one of the young guys. Could be Bayrak Terevich, who's only 17. You could put Tommy McNamara out wide again. Um, but at his age, I'm not sure how wise that is. 
They used Noel Buck outside last year as well. That's a really good position to, you know, really focus on and maybe promote some youth into, into the starting 11. Um, obviously, Carlos Heal, he's your best player. He's, you know, the the, the heartbeat of the team. I think you you do Latif Blessing in there too in the, in the midfield. Um, you brought him in for a, a substantial amount of money for rev standards. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he's so, only 26 years old, so he's in the prime of his career. You know, you got to play him. And then up top, you know, if Bo's healthy, ultimately he's going to be the guy who's going to be the your your striker. But I think if he gets if he gets slumping, I wouldn't hesitate to put Rioni in there, and then maybe see what Bobby Wood could do. Um, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that would be my starting eleven um, mm-hmm. in general. Um, I would watch out for that. But it's a long season, and a lot of things can change. So um, definitely keep an eye on you know how guys are doing and if there's injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can get this see this team uh, back to the playoffs and you know have Gillette Stadium be a you know happening pe- happening place to be um, mm-hmm. in the MLS playoffs. Uh, yeah, that is always a you know I think when the team is is good and the fans are excited about the team, that can be a really like fun environment to you know kind of witness a game or watch the team play. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, when I went to the playoffs against NYCFC two years ago, mm-hmm. it was bumping. There was like a good 35,000 people there. It was fantastic. So you yeah. want to see that every year. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to see the team have success so that, you know, maybe one day we can get a stadium built. Yeah. That would be wonderful. I would love yeah. that. Um, but uh, man, it was uh, great catching up. Uh, John, talk about talk about the revs and um any uh, any other closing thoughts before uh the rev season kind of gets gets underway um i would say in terms of the revs i would say one we got to catch a game this year yeah two um uh, i'm i'm really really pining for bruce to really play the young guys this year as you know i'm a big advocate of playing youth players the revs have got some good ones so I feel like you got to play him. So yeah. that's my last thought. All right, everyone. Well, you know, enjoy the Revs preseason games if you can somehow, you know, find a stream to watch them. Uh, but they will be, you know, back soon enough. February 25th um, is their first regular season game against Charlotte. So that's when you can tune in. And uh, yeah, I think that's going to that's gonna do it for us. And We'll talk to you folks next week.